Hey, voice teacher, it's Nikki from Full Voice Music. Today's podcast, podcast number 59, all about creating your own resources. I am chatting with my dearest friend and faithful colleague, Mim Adams. Mim is the co-creator of the Full Voice Resources and the mastermind behind many of our freebie Friday downloads that teachers around the world are enjoying with their young singers. We're sharing almost 20 years of our adventure creating, testing, and marketing our resources right here on the Full Voice Podcast. Welcome to the Full Voice Podcast, teaching strategies and resources for voice teachers working with young singers. Now here's your host, Nikki Loney. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. It's uh, Nikki and Mim. And we're hanging out in the Full Voice office, and uh, Mim was kind enough to come all the way from Toronto and visit, and we just had a lovely breakfast. We sure did. <laughs> I so was good. hungry. <laughs> That's the deal. I have to. I have to lure here, <laughs> lure here, here with food. Um, but uh, Mim's hanging out in the Full Voice office today, which is really cool. It's always nice. I love how we talk about all our new little kitties that we're working mm-hmm. with, and all the fun little stories, and all the crazy things that they say. So thank you for sharing all of that. But I actually wanted to talk to Mim uh, and do this podcast about creating resources because there's been some really great questions. Well, first of all, people have been reaching out to me Mm -hmm. with questions. They have some ideas for resources for their singers or for their students or for their classrooms. And they just kind of wanted to know like how to get started, how to create it, and and what programs that we used or Mm -hmm. what programs could they use. And uh, I thought, well, you know, we've been at this a while. Mm -hmm. And it's been a crazy long journey. Yes. And we have gone through a lot of different programs, and we're using different programs today. Yeah. And you're actually going to a a workshop. A presentation. A presentation about a new notation System. Exactly. So, so I thought it would be kind of neat. So, obviously, anybody listening to this podcast, you are probably really excited about. You've got some ideas of how you want to present some material, and you haven't found anything like it, and you think you've really got like a good idea, and you want to get it out there. And yeah, first thing I want to say to everybody is that there is no better time. <laughs> There's no better time. To, to self-publish, to create your own stuff. Um, that wasn't the case for us in the beginning. It's true, it's true. But my goodness, like, you're the one who takes care of all the full voice publishing, which is amazing. And I just sit back and I'm like, great job, Nikki. Great okay. job. No, no. She's okay. amazing. Don't no, no. let her tell you otherwise. <laughs> no. But watching how everything has progressed in the last, like, five to ten years. Last and with five Amazon years been, printing and yeah. all that stuff, it is so possible and how everyone wants their materials electronically as well I say everyone but many people do Mm -hmm. it's true it's so possible to make materials and share them and get them to people now it's wonderful well even websites like teachers pay teachers Mm -hmm. like those those resources are huge yeah but there are so many talented really brilliant music educators who have taken off their teaching hats and gone on into the creative cre- resource creation. Yeah. And it's, it's a different, it's a different place, right? It's a different mindset. It's a different focus. Mm-hmm. Um, but we started before all of that. Yeah. So 
I want to just give everybody kind of a background history. So first of all, I do want to say that Mim is very too humble. Um, <laughs> although she's she's not as in the forefront as I am with Full Voice. I, I honestly, Full Voice wouldn't exist without her. Oh, goodness. Mim, Who are you? Mim has this incredible ability to look at an idea that I give her and and say no without hurting my feelings <laughs> which is so important glad to hear i like when when you know when i talk to some people and they disagree with me it just makes me so angry but mem is like well i really like this and you know if you just change this this and this and turned it here and went like this and it would be even better and i think Well, now I've been listening to Full Voice podcasts for so long, and I always remember two stars and a wish. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember what that (laughs) podcast that was. Oh goodness. Um, Yeah, no, I, I, I can't thank you enough for all your help with your resources. Like, and I, and one thing that I would say to anybody out there creating resources is make sure you if you can partner with somebody that shares your vision because that's very helpful to get that that feedback um one of the challenges when we are creating a resource is that if we personalize it to a very specific teaching style like if it's a very unique and like our focus is very narrow Mm -hmm. when we're we're thinking about our needs as teachers Mm -hmm. and if you want to create resources that other teachers can use you need to get a lot of feedback Mm -hmm. you need to get a ton of feedback and and that's one thing we always say about our stuff like it has been kid and teacher tested yeah for well I mean we still continue to do that so it's going on do you know it's almost 20 years I kind of know that, but I don't really address it consciously. (laughs) I was looking, so the first, the first test book, like, so we put together all the pages, it was 2004. Yeah. Which was like, that was before publishing the first edition, but 2004, we had organized everything. Like there was a thing there was an actual book to use yeah and it was handed to students it was the first test group that we did Mm -hmm. the very first test group was 2004 before that we were handing out sheets and we were doing like one page sheets with the kids but yeah that's that's amazing i'm amazing i feel so old (laughs) (laughs) you don't look a day over 20 oh my gosh i love you (laughs) so mim and i met at a lesson education center. You were teaching voice and piano. We met at Lana mm-hmm. McQuaid. Yeah. And I was teaching voice. And uh, um, we were both complaining about how frustrated it was that we were... There was always workshops for the piano teachers. Mm-hmm. There's all these resources for piano teachers. And we really didn't have... We had tons of songbooks, but no actual resources. Yeah, yeah. So I think, like, we were both just creating our own stuff. I was working hard to just come up with worksheets for my students because I was like, I know there's more to these lessons. Yes. Like, I have so much more knowledge and I need to share it, but how can I share it effectively? Right. Right. So, I mean, for those of you out there who are interested in resources, I think it's amazing. I think there's always room for new resources. That's the other thing I would like to say. Like, don't do the compare and despair where you see other people doing their thing and think that it's too late for you because yeah. I mean there's so many kids doing music and yes there are tons especially in piano I mean piano I think is there's just so much out there mm. but there's 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 a lot of great stuff out there, there is yeah, yeah. And there's room for more there's totally and it's room like for you more. also have to look at where why are you interested in creating a resource so if so I think of myself as a person and I think you're like this too like 
creating content is awesome. It is like awesome. resource op- I love content. Yeah. Blog content is hard and difficult, but like Blog. resources are great. <laughs> you know, I'm writing exercises for people to do in their lessons. There's something about that that I'm just really drawn to. So whether that's the coming up with ideas about neat, fun ways to teach concepts, that's a thrill and mm-hmm. different ways to teach them. Mm-hmm. Every person will have a different idea about how we can present it. Yeah. And then there's also the part of like actually doing the like formatting and layout work that I think we both really enjoy. Yeah, I confession time. I could spend all day on my computer doing page layout and design. Yeah. It's really a it's really a thrill. Like right. I also love that stuff. Okay. Myself. So now but we did not love it in the beginning because if, if anybody <laughs> wants to know, we designed the very first edition and second edition books using Word. Coming up with a resource is one thing. Um, But you do have to get it down on paper. And you do have to present it in a way that is pleasing to the eye. Yeah. So, yeah, we started in the very early days. I had a really... um, My husband bought me this really tiny little used laptop. And I I don't even remember what the notation program was. But it was very basic. Mm -hmm. And, and, And it was very limited. And then I would cut and paste that and put it into a Word program. And it... It was, it did, it, it did at the time with our budget, which mm-hmm. was no money mm-hmm. and we were still testing it. Like yeah. we hadn't published it. This was, this is in the olden days when you're like, Hey, having this gray, uh, thick line is fun for kids. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that looks fun. <laughs> <laughs> now we're fortunate enough and that some of our resources are printed in color, but it's amazing. Uh, color is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like it was, it was, it wasn't, it was awkward to get it on the page now. And really today, like we used Word and then we started using a program. Um, I did try Adobe InDesign for a while, um, which was like a page layout. And then PageMaker was another one. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what that was. Yeah. I never worked in either of those two. Yeah. And it was more just to kind of try them out. Mm-hmm. And they were very, very, uh, took forever to kind of figure those out. And then um, a friend of mine, actually Glory St. Germain, told me about the Page Plus. Now, mm-hmm. heads up. Page Plus is still my favorite program, and it's still on my computer. But Page Plus 9, no longer... It's by a company called Serif. And, oh, by the way, Mim and I are PC people. Oh, yeah, PC people, that's us. I can just see I can just see people <laughs> ripping their earbuds out and throwing their phones away. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so obviously, whatever, whatever platform you are favorable to, you will have to find a program that works. Um, I know the Adobe's work for both PC and Macs, mm-hmm. and um, Page Plus is definitely a PC-friendly one. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you, uh, Sarah, the, the Page Plus program was a game-changer for us. One, because mm-hmm. uh, unlike the big, like, InDesign and PageMaker or whatever, I can't remember what that program was, um, those were heavy in, in, like, there was a big learning curve with mm-hmm. those which was a turnoff because you just want to make your pages yeah. right you don't want to spend an entire day figuring it reading out reading how to pay- make a page 
Um, but Page Plus was uh, uh, very user-friendly. And just FYI, Serif is a company over in the UK, and they actually are creating their new uh, publishing program, which is called Affinity. So oh. Serif Affinity. So that will replace the Page Plus. Oh. And I can't tell you that that company has been fantastic, really great customer service, easy to use. There's lots of page design applications that you can use and, mm-hmm. and there's there's some that and i think the affinity one is also going to be used like you can use it on a tablet as oh well. neat Sounds yeah modern yeah but nowadays i mean you could use canva.com yeah canva's great i use yep. canva for all my social media posts yeah but you're still gonna have to upload a lot of your own yes pre-created yes yes for, yes. for our specific music yeah and if you content. and and that brings me to the conversation about the notation programs yes i've only ever had finale so on my end of things it's always been finale. see i went i started with sibelius mm-hmm. which i loved and then sibelius got bought out blah 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 then i switched to finale which no, you didn't love. Which I didn't. Which, well, only because I was okay. only because I was used to a different platform. That's yeah. all. Um, but I did learn it. And yeah. but now I use MuseScore, which is a free notation program. So if you're looking, if you're new, if you're looking, MuseScore is a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you've got a very small budget. But yeah. tell them about what you told me about in the car. Oh well, now there's a new program that's coming out by the people who used to work for Sibelius. And then when uh, I guess all that switchover went over, they kind of left Sibelius and started up their own new program. It's called Dorico. Um, I fully intend to check it out. I'm going to presentation on it next week. There's one in Toronto. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm just interested in checking that out and see. And um, I think that they're very close to having a brand new customer from all of this stuff I've seen online about them so it looks far. Good. So, it looks really yeah, good. Yeah, like it, it's it their their cell is very promising. They're like, we're a modern program built now. We don't have all the bugs that Sibelius and Finale have. I'm like, I don't want bugs. <laughs> I want a fresh, clean new program. Ow. Wow. So I'm excited. Okay, okay. now for those so of you who don't know Mim, and I know some of you <laughs> might have seen this post on the teachers forum, but Mim is really excited about notation she does you do well you do tons of arranging i do you've yeah. been using notation programs for professional things for yeah, many yeah, years i do like charts for people yeah and like i guess that's really it. charts for people and that means you have to know what's going on on the paper um fyi so. mim is an incredible transcriber if you've got a chart or a part or an arrangement that you need lifted this girl has ears and yeah. talent and mad skills. In fact, uh, mimadams.com. Yes, I, I'm going to put a link <laughs> to your website. So um, that, uh, yes. So you've been using programs for a while and your part, okay, you have to tell everybody. Well, it's a Facebook group that is really exciting and nerdy. And I mean, there are many, many members of it, but I feel like special in the group, even though like there's probably thousands of members. Okay. Um, it's the Music Engravers Tips. Wow. I think that's the title. Music Engraving Tips. You have to fill in, you have to do a quiz <gasps> to get into the group. So you oh. go to the first page and you like join group and it's like, fill out this quiz and we'll see if you can be accepted. Oh my gosh. <gasps> it made me really nervous. What was so, on the quiz? I don't think I should tell you. No, I think that I guess... people who are interested should go to the page and experience it for themselves and decide if they belong. And I'm going to tell you, I was intimidated, but I filled in the quiz 
honestly, and they let me in the group. So it's okay. entirely possible that you too can be part of music See, engraving now, tips. Now I want to have a quiz when people ask to join the voice teachers for young singers. Like it would be like, it would be like multiple choice. It'd be like a parent asks you to work with a six-year-old. Do you feel A, happy, B, nervous, C, don't feel that a child is ready for vocal lessons. Oh, and then, you know, and then boom, they'll self-filter. <laughs> <laughs> I might yeah. do that. I'm going to talk to It's Dana. a great idea. So the Onset Owls that we just mm-hmm. put out our freebie. Isn't that... It's such a beautiful exercise. It's like showcasing both of us right. working together, and it's teamwork, friends. Yeah. So mm. Mim. So in the summertime, <laughs> Mim and I were talking about onset, and especially like specifically for kids, because there's a lot of different things going on for kids. Like you're dealing with you know growing voices, you're dealing with imitation of their favorite singers, and you know all of the lots of vocal fold coordination. Mm-hmm. So so I, we were talking about all the challenges, and I said, well. I want to do an exercise for the kids where they get to practice the different onsets, but vocal exercises are a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, can we come up with a vocalese, but not like a vocai vocalese, like a, like a fun, like really short, really sweet, and with piano accompaniment that even I could play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Mim just kind of emailed me. She's like, what do you think of this? And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. So Mim did the, the music but I I did the I did the little owls and I actually I'm gonna brag a little bit I actually designed those owls like I from made, scratch from scratch Woo! so those are those are using like little vector graphics yeah so um, yeah so that creative process I love that is mm-hmm. that the best is that the best use of my time my business coach would say <laughs> no yeah but hi Michelle like <laughs> your wellness personal my mental wellness right say yes Yes. sometimes doing things you feel good and enjoy doing and that's the other thing i would say to anybody that wants to do resources like there is there is the trap of you know working on your computer is kind of a safe comfortable place Mm -hmm. um and you have there's also what i think is really important and what i've learned over the years there's also a, a good reminder of work to publish People have to see your work and mm-hmm. you got to get feedback. You have to get feedback. You got to get it from your students that you're using it yep. with. You have to get it from your colleagues and like you, you don't want to put anything out that hasn't been thoroughly eyeballed. And I'm a big hypocrite when I say that because there are times where I put things out and then you email me and go, you know that on this page, and I'm like, oh my gosh. In fact, that Typically, have, it's just a little like editing thing. It's right. never like a grand like everything about. No, this I is know, wrong. but it's, it's still like, like, margins are off. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> but so yeah, so make sure you get that. Make sure you partner with somebody and, and that you're getting that feedback. Mm. That's the other thing that was really challenging for us. So, or at least for me, I won't speak for you. Um, when we started, we did a lot of test groups. Mm-hmm. And we also worked with a lot of teachers. We gave out, and this was costly. It wasn't cheap. We gave out like a lot of free copies of books and asked for feedback, and um, and which is fantastic. Like feedback's mm-hmm. so important. Um, and then the third edition books were actually delayed. Their release was delayed. I would say by two years Mm -hmm. because we were, remember we had that one where we thought we'd go to the larger book format. Yes. I do. And it was like full voice for kids. Yeah. Full voice for kids. And, um, 
we'd made some changes and then there was also another recommendation from one of the teachers in the in the focus groups that said we needed like you know homework assignments and stuff and we we ripped apart the books we put in a lot of different stuff Mm -hmm. and then as always and I'm so glad we did this we tested it and it didn't we didn't get the response Mm -hmm. from well one I wasn't enjoying using them Mm -hmm. and two the kids like I think it was this we called them at-home activities, ahas. Mm. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. It was like a little picture of a house. Aha, at-home yes. activities. And then the kids were supposed to do these things, and then they were supposed to color in stars. And none of my kids ever did that, and they would. I could tell that they had colored the stars in on the car <laughs> and their way to the thing because the stars looked like crap. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this isn't working. Uh-huh. And it was really upsetting. Yeah. It was really upsetting, and I remember... I remember like really sleepless nights going, I'm not happy Mm -hmm. with this and they're not ready to go to press. And then we took another couple of years to revamp them Mm -hmm. and test them again. Yeah, which is just important and that's just how it goes. The other advice that uh, I would give people that are interested in creating resources is... um, uh, you want to share them. You have to. You need to have a way to share them. So, like getting your own blog, mm-hmm. your own website, a place where people can connect with you. Yeah. I mean, if you're not interested in that, then I would recommend going the teachers paid teachers route. You know, yeah. where you you upload your stuff onto a forum. It's like Etsy. Yeah. Um, but you also have you also if you're interested in printing. Um, and again, that's something that we've been very fortunate as I look around my office that's filled with books. <laughs> um, my our printer, Katrina in Toronto, is has been fantastic and she it was her father. I, I, when I had when we had the first edition ready to go, I went looking for a printer, which was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And um, I finally stumbled into this tiny little print house just on the corner around the corner from where I lived. Yep. Family graphic print. Graphic print. Shout out to Katrina yep. on and Facebook. Jeff. Find them. Um, but Katrina, uh, Katrina's dad actually was the the only business person that took some time to look at the the books and say, well, if you did it like this, you'd save money, and if we did it like this, and he was so kind. Yes. And they they gave me such a good deal that we could do print on demands because there was no way that I could afford out of my own pocket to print up thousands of books Mm -hmm. so we were able to do it in a way with them that was really cost efficient yeah so again it comes back to having that relationship with someone who's willing to sort of like share some info with you so that you can kind of work together and create something and again that was almost 20 years ago well it was over 20 years ago so now again the options out there for book printing is incredible. Mm-hmm. There is um, there's Amazon print on depend de- print on demand. So it's Kindle Direct Publishing. If you're looking for, um, if you have a book that you you would like to have printed, I mean, there's many self self publishing venues. Um, um, Kindle Direct Publishing is one of them. It used to be called Create Space, and it was through that direct um publishing that we were able to put out the teacher's guide Mm -hmm. so the teacher's guide we for the longest time it was an ebook yep um and we did that for cost savings for our cost savings Mm -hmm. um but now i'm so happy because i wanted it to be in book format for the longest time and i and i didn't want it to be a boring black and white book i wanted to be in color and printing Mm -hmm. in color is so expensive but um there's far more cost efficient ways to get 
printing out and yeah. to get your materials out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you gotta, you know, do, do your research yeah. and, and, which is easy to start with a quick Google right? <laughs> printing. What would you Google? Like print self, online, self, self, self publishing, uh, self publishing. And there's, yeah. t- there's quite a few companies, um, that do that, yeah. that, that also will sell your books on Amazon for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're so lucky now because of this printing, like our books are in the UK and the European markets. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are listening that are in those markets, this means that our books are actually printed in the UK so there's no more international shipping fees. There's no more wait times to have them shipped mm. to you. So even if you were ordering on Amazon before, the workbooks would have still been shipped from like North the US. America. Yeah, from North America. So now they're printed there. So now people are getting them really quickly. And we have some we have some happy teachers Yay. over there. So hello any uh, shout out to shout out to Mandy from Isle of Man. Cool. I know it's beautiful there. I, that's on my bucket list, and of course to um, uh, uh, Carling, uh, she's over there as well. Hi, Carling. Um, but all of our people over in the UK, like I'm mm-hmm. so excited that they can get the books because that was a huge deterrent. Yeah, huge you know, deterrent. Again, if you're interested in, in creating your own resources, um, you know, check out. Uh, I would check out um, Wendy Stevens uh, from Compose Create. There's a lot of piano teachers who are now who are also composers mm-hmm. who um are putting out their work there and it's beautiful um there is well sarah campbell is another one who has an amazing blog she's a voice and piano teacher and she shares amazing business tools with mm-hmm. on her blog um and some of them are free and some of them are you have to pay for them and uh mm. again i'm i'm a i'm always i don't know how they do it <laughs> I seriously every day I'm like I'm just gonna call them and talk to them. But the 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 Dows, Trevor and Andrea Dow from Teach Piano Today. Uh-huh. I mean their resources are just phenomenal and it's 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 incredible what they've done. And I think I think they started I don't know, two thousand twelve, I think. What? Yeah. It hasn't been very long. I know well wow. it has but it has. Yeah. Now um but I would yeah, I would just I would just kind of take a look at the people out there that are doing it and uh, and just, you know, yeah. see what they're doing and how... Try not to get overwhelmed because it does It time. is overwhelming, and yeah. And then you just kind of Do not compare and despair. Yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that, like, you know, there's... It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you from experience, the financial reward will not come right away. <laughs> or... Very quickly, ever. Yeah. Don't quit your day jobs. <laughs> Don't quit your day jobs and keep teaching um, and take your time. But one thing I will tell you, and that's this is one of the things that I love about creating resources, is there's nothing more rewarding than putting one of your resources in front of your kiddos and their faces light up. Mm-hmm. Like when I showed little Kennedy, who's seven, and the cutest little thing ever, Yeah. Um, when I showed her the onset owls... Like her whole face, she's like, oh, whoa. And when I said, when I said, well, who do you think, which one is who and which one is you? She, she, she's like, oh, well, this one is this and this one is this. Like it was just, it was just so easy to get her engaged. And, and I think it's the same thing. And that's why we created the vocal warmups and technical exercises because the piano students have all these colorful, bright, fun things. Mm-hmm. And voice students have, 
candidates will sing the following requirements, <laughs> starting with the proper vowel formation and a steady rhythm is expected. Like, yeah. you're killing me. Like, how am I supposed <laughs> to do that with these children? So I, I've always felt that, that piano students had way too many colorful, fun things, and I wanted to balance that out for the vocal students. Mm-hmm. So sight singing superhero, we just took a lot of our initial exercises out of full voice, but we broke them down really small. Yeah. And But, we, but I also took a, a page from the, the um, uh, classroom teachers mm-hmm. who said because of the skim and scan issues that the kids have – by putting that colored border around the black and white of the mm. music notation, it focuses their eyes. Yeah, neat. So, yeah, so just again, like being able to print in color now uh-huh. um, allows us to, to, it really does help with their engagement. And so that that is such a big thing. So yeah. fun, colorful stuff is so welcome. Mm-hmm. Any other challenges you would or comments you would give anybody that's thinking of creating their own curriculum or their own their own hmm. resources? Let's see that we haven't really covered. Um, like I think that if you're looking at creating a curriculum, Make sure you have a kind of overview. Like, try to see further than a few lessons. Like, this isn't just a couple pages. It's like a curriculum is a special thing that keeps uh, repetition happening and keeps Mm. reviewing. Like, that's probably what took the longest for Full Voice is finding the pacing Mm -hmm. of information. Yes. So try to have a vision of, like, what you're trying to present and what period of learning that is for. Mm. So if I had to say for ours, it's designed for a general age group and experience and experience group that's going to take you from total beginner to sort of like an intermediate Mm -hmm. level uh, musician where Mm -hmm. you've got some stuff but there's worlds of more musical learning Mm -hmm. outside of what's in the full voice books Mm -hmm. after you get to the end of book three so like where where do you sit in the whole um, Mm. um, time timeline of a musician's development try to have a picture of that and Pick a spot and work for that spot. Maybe that's something that's like great. an overview. That was probably, yeah. So going from edition one, two, and three, yeah, that was where a lot of the changes came for us was yeah. pacing. Yeah. Because we were using them. We were in the trenches using them with the kids, and we recognized that some of the beginner books were moving too fast. They, exactly. needed, they needed more... Uh, repetition they needed more review yeah and I don't I, gosh I can't remember where I read this but I mean it's such a good it's such a good thing you want to think you want to think of, of learning more cyclical like you circle yes. around rather than linear right Precisely. like you can't just you can't just introduce quarter notes one day and then and expect then it to be like solidified it takes so long and you see that you see that with transfer students that come to you mm-hmm. who have been studying for a couple of years but there's all these really big gaping yeah. holes and you can't really fault teachers like it, it's not necessarily the teacher like it, there's there's more going yeah, on there, right? there's a lot of reasons why the <laughs> right. student might not be exactly where you would expect them to yeah be. or where they think yeah. they are i have students to be honest i have students that i'm like if you were to leave me now and start with a new teacher that next teacher is going to be like oh my god 
what was going on with the student. <laughs> and I think it's the student's fault, <laughs> if you want to know. <laughs> they just do not pull their weight. Um, however, I also recognize I have a responsibility to direct this student more yeah. effectively. So I'm working every day trying to do better. <laughs> that was one of the things that... that in our presentations when we were first starting is how much research we had done and how much testing we had done and the mm-hmm. feedback that we had gotten that like and which group was it for and this age group and this is what it does and here is the objective and these are the results that we saw when we tested the books yeah that was one of the reasons why we did get into stores in the beginning and that is and and one of the things that I love 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 is when we get a lot of testimonials, the mm-hmm. testimony will also say, my kids really love these books. Mm-hmm. That makes me so happy because that's who these books were written for. Mm-hmm. They're not my specific way that I would approach things. Mm-hmm. Like, like I've, I've learned so much over the years and I've changed my teaching to accommodate mm-hmm. kids. It's not that I expect kids to accommodate to me and how I present things. Yeah. And that's what I love. So if you are, I know that's a long story, but <laughs> if you are interested in writing something, it can't be a, um, it can't be about you. It has yeah. to be about the, the the student that you're serving, and it really has to speak to them and to the needs. And that is that is that can be challenging because if yeah. you're if you're isolated, mm-hmm. if you're isolated, and and you know, and I'm not saying that your way couldn't be really fantastic, but you have to present it. For them, not for you. Not for you. And then yeah. you also have to have the resources, again, for teachers to embrace it as well. And that's mm-hmm. always been a challenge. We still get questions. Why do you use do re mis? Do I have to use the hand signs? You know, mm-hmm. like there's still teachers out there wondering why we do things. And I mean, we always are happy to explain those things. But yeah, so that would that would be another thing. Make sure that your resources are thoroughly tested with the group that you are marketing and targeting mm-hmm. and their feedback from them will tell you like what does and doesn't what work. what's exactly. not working like i in the early days we put things in front of the kids and they didn't understand what the question was mm-hmm. Do you remember that we i'm like i read the kids read this out but they don't understand it so yeah. we would rewrite it right so yeah. that would be my that would be my other tip make sure that Make sure it's not all about you. Yeah. So basically what we're trying to say is you need a good 15 years. <laughs> you need a large testing group. You need all of your... Yeah. You've got to build your technical knowledge of your programs that you will use. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and be wary of like changing programs yeah. back and forth. That's... I'm going to say on a cheery note, you can start with one-page things. Oh, totally. Like, just make little one-page things mm-hmm. for your students and have fun doing that yeah. and see what people think. And, and yeah. if you get your kicks doing that, then, then yeah. go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have one-pagers I still use from days gone by. You know, you that random kid who needed to practice bass clef notes, and I was like, oh, no, it's five minutes till they show up to their lesson. <laughs> so I wrote out a quick bass yeah. clef practice page. No problem. I still use that page. It's just yeah. my little handwritten thing. I'm like, this is totally useful. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Kids can read handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will I will let everybody know, Mim has already accepted the 
the Mission Impossible assignment. It's not Mission Impossible. Ooh. No, you're gonna do the new um, the new Christmas. That's uh, right. That's the Christmas right. I've already months. got ideas. I was making notes a few minutes ago before so, we started recording. Like, ooh, planning for the for, for the last. Well, this will be the third year. For the last couple of years, Mim has done our Freebie Friday for the Christmas season, which is always a fun activity of tongue twisters and little vocal exercises that have Christmas themes and winter mm. themes, and then there's usually a song with some sort of activity. So I'm looking forward to that. Because honestly, come December, I'm pretty pooped and I don't really mm. want to, you know. Not me. I find December exhilarating <laughs> and energizing. Okay, tell everybody <laughs> what you're doing this December. Oh my goodness. So excited! I'm actually uh, taking a vacation in December and going to Costa Rica, and I'm gonna learn how to surf. Oh you hear that, gosh. world? Now I'm accountable to all of the Full Voice podcast <laughs> listeners. You have to learn. Like, to surf. ask me in January. So, how were the breaks? <laughs> the page breaks? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, no, surf breaks on waves. Oh, <laughs> I don't gosh. know the terminology yet, but breaks is <laughs> breaks a thing. Breaks on waves. <laughs> you know, water, ocean, okay, stuff. So the December stuff will be ready. November and in November reading editing. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. That's that's the, your final. That's your right. Final that's deadline, deadline is like before November you go on vacation. That's right. And after that, I won't be answering my emails. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. Well, I'm wishing you a great uh, a great vacation and a thank great, you. Thank you for all of your awesome awesome help and your all your great resources for us. So oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for doing all the things you do with Full Voice and making everybody's teaching studios. Better. Oh, thanks. A very special thank you to my friend and colleague, Mim Adams. I don't know what I would do without her. It's so nice just to sit down and chat. So we also got to plan out our new freebies for 2019, as well as some new resource ideas coming up in the new year. If you are enjoying the Full Voice Podcast, please, please, please leave a review or send us a message. We would love to hear from you. As always, I am wishing you inspired teaching and happy singing. Thank you for listening to the Full Voice Podcast. For more information and teacher resources, please visit our website at thefullvoice.com. Made by Canoe Music. Canoe Music.ca.